don't start raising your rounds like when you need the money. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, start to build relationships beforehand uh, with people and companies that you would take money from. So uh, start that process early and, you know, cultivate, you know, inbound relationships, you know, over the course of time. So I think like, it just makes it easier that like, when you are ready, you're not starting relationships from scratch. I think like, that's the, the most important thing that everybody should be doing. And, and sometimes it's hard because you've got other things to do. You've got to make time for this other effort. But, but I think it's a, in, the, in this new world, if you're going to take the venture route, like, I think you always need to be raising. So I think this is just like a background process uh, you should always be engaged in. That's so good. And help me with, I mean, like, I think um, a lot of our audience hopefully is aware of that. I think it would be really interesting to know some of the ways that you disciplined yourself to start early. Like, was it, uh, like, was there kind of a pattern that you had? Was there kind of a, an Excel spreadsheet that you used? Or how did you like incentivize yourself to do it? Or was it just kind of a natural thing that happened? Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't like super programmatic about it. I think I just, uh, you know, so whenever, whenever it was a fund of interest, um, or it was say, you know, a, a partner that reached out at, at a fund, um, I would more often respond to those requests and I, uh, yeah. And then just basically have initial chats with them. And then, you know, these days, like, I feel like, uh, investors are really good at, you know, having the cadence. Uh, so without me necessarily trying, I feel like a lot of people did reach out. And so all I did was, you know, uh, was actually talk to them when, when they did reach out, obviously like, you know, nowadays there's enough venture funds out there that you can't respond to, to everybody. Uh, but again, like the ones that are funds of interest or partners of interest or, um, you know, some, some reason like that, like, I think that that's what I would focus on. Um, the other thing is like really understanding like what things interest people. So for example, so we raised our recent round from craft ventures. Um, the, the reason, I mean, they led the round with participation from Felicis uh, and Inovia um, and Garage and like, uh, and we had uh, a few other ones, SBB. Uh, but the, the thing that is uh, interesting is like for craft, for example, uh, so David Sachs, who's kind of like the uh, founder of that of that venture firm, uh, he's really big into bottoms up SaaS. And so, you know, Fellow is a bottoms up SaaS tool. And so we wanted to be in the same cohort of other companies that were, you know, doing the same business model because, you know, we wanted to learn from that. And so I was following, for example, David's content for a long time. And so you know, when he was talking about certain metrics and like what best in class looks like, uh, we made sure that like a lot of our internal metrics kind of like measured up to being able to uh, be benchmarked against those. And so, for example, like when we were talking to Kraft, it was like, you know how you said that those metrics are best in class? Here's what ours looks like. And it was like, you know, uh, I think it was a, it was an easier discussion because, you know, we, here's us speaking the same language and like, here's how our metrics measure up. So we should chat and, you know, kind of went from there. That's so good. It's, it's listening to their content and making sure that you align fundamentally. 
Yeah, yeah, I think like that, that that's an important point. I mean, my number one thing, and, and this is like maybe a good problem to have, uh, but, you know, if you have more, um, you know, if you have more interest from more firms, I think like the thing that really, really matters is the rapport that you have with the partner. I think like that is such an important uh, point. Like if you feel like you can get on a texting relationship with them, you can just call them when things go wrong. You can call them when things go right. You want to call and tell them. I think like that just makes the relationship enjoyable. And like, that's a lesson that I learned even in, in our seed round. Um, and so again, like if you can build that kind of a relationship, it just becomes like a fun process. Uh, cause, cause again, one interesting thing that like anecdote is that it's, you know, it's, it's harder it's harder to get rid of your venture relationship than it is even a marriage. So like, you know, choose wisely and, and choose someone that you would have fun working with for the next decade. So that, that, that's another kind of important consideration. That's so good, man. I, yeah. It's so, it's so neat to see this pattern and just some of the best founders that I've talked to, it's all about the relationship. They're not, they're being interviewed by, the VCs basically to, to see if it's a, if it's a good fit. You're, you're not two people like even you're not trying to, it's not like hard negotiating with each other on the round details as much as it is. Hey, do we align on like what we're trying to do and how we look at the world? And if so, then like, let's work together because we're both, you know, adding different value in this thing that we, that we want to accomplish together. So it's just like the, the unity of that. It's not us and them kind of mentality. And I, I keep hearing that in what you're saying. Um, and the other thing is like, I mean, I, I think some people may not have, um, I, I think some people are, are know this and like maybe uh, do this naturally, but I think it, it's really important to know like the people that you're raising money from what needs to happen for them to be successful in their investment. Right. So if they, if you three X their investment, like your series A investment, like as, as, as much as you may think that's great, it's actually not that great. Um, and so, you know, like when you come from the mentality of like, what kind of a business do I need to build so that it can be a hundred X outcome, like for, for the investor. Um, and so, you know, going into that, like, and when you're doing your storytelling narrative, like you've got to have a hundred X sort of, you know, idea or possibility because sure, like it may not happen, but if, but if there, but if everything goes right, like, can this be a hundred X opportunity? I think like, that's something that needs to come across in the story. Cause like at the end of the day, like that's what really makes all the returns for the investors. And so if you're, if you if you don't have a, a business or a path or a vision that is going to take you to that type of an outcome, um, then I think like um, it will be a little bit harder to raise from the top tier funds because uh, again, like they're, they're looking for those, those sorts of outcomes. So good. It's like, Hey, look at me. I did a, you know, three X or five X and they're like, yeah, I mean, that's great. But like that, that's not going to keep them in business. <laughs> and we, and if we want to play with them, then we have to be able to serve them as well, just like they're serving us or else it, it doesn't work. Yeah. And it's, and it's again, like, I mean, different sorts of funds have different sorts of uh, requirements and obviously like late stage is different than early stage. But I think like if you are doing like a series a uh, and this is now like, um, 
you're really commercializing the business and like setting it up for scale. I think like that, that is kind of like the mentality you have to have. You got to have that. Yeah. Obviously it, it, that's a great point. It does matter. It does. It, the context is like, what phase of your company are you in? If you're raising a C like a series B or C, it's going to be different needs because the risk profiles much, much less, but you're saying around the C to series A, that hundred X, I, I definitely would confirm that from any, from everything that I've seen, because it's really like a couple of companies that make a portfolio for yeah. a, a venture firm and you got to be thinking like them. And if so, not, then yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I would say, like from a, this is like, from what it, what happened for the series a uh, versus when we raised our seed round, like it was significantly more work to do the series a um, than the seed. Cause like, you know, in a seed it's uh, you know, a company is a spreadsheet and a story. Like the seed is a lot more story. Uh, actually it's mostly story. It's almost all story. Uh, and then in a series a, there's a spreadsheet too. So uh, as soon as there's a spreadsheet, it's actually a lot of work to, to kind of like prep the narrative, the financial models um, and everything else that, that is required. And it's, it's like one of those things where even from like, a, even if you're great at storytelling or you're great at pitching, like every pitch, every storytelling can still use some feedback from others. And so what was, uh, what was really helpful to us is, um, our current venture, our seed round venture firms, I know VM Felicis, uh, like really spent time with us and we just, you know, pitched them and they gave us feedback and like we iterated. Um, and so it took us a good one month to prep for starting the series A, like even before. And that was a, I try, I mean, you can never really clear your schedule, uh, you know, uh, as a startup CEO, but to the best of my abilities, like I, I tried to make time where I was like, I'm only available. Like if it's an emergency, like I really need to spend time on this. And, and then it was still a team effort. You know, our design team was involved, our CFO was involved, all the different department heads were involved because they had to produce metrics and like we had follow up on things. So all this to say is like, it was a real team effort, even like going into starting the process. So I would say like, again, like a really good one month of like hardcore prep um, and then when we went out, it was like pretty regimented and we had all the information, we had the data room. Uh, yeah. So all that to say is like, it was a, like w when we went out to raise, like we went out to raise, it wasn't a, Hey, like we're thinking about, you know, maybe if you preempt us, then maybe we would consider it was like, no, we are like, here's why we're raising. This is what we think we can do with like the capital based on, like, here's the evidence of like what else we've done. And, you know, you should participate because if you do, like, this is where it's going to get the business. And we can say that with pretty good confidence. And so, again, it was like a very purposeful and it was a lot of work. Like, I, I will say that the prep was a lot of work. The pitching is fun because you're telling, you know, you get to tell your story and, you know, the good things and, and the vision and, and the future. So that part, I had a lot of fun. The prep was a lot of work, but I will say it was very clarifying because like just going through that process forces you to be able to like narrate what the business has become because inevitably between seed to series A, like, you know, you will learn a lot of things. Um, and I think like that's super helpful. Um, another cool thing that we did was, uh, which is useful is, um, once it was all done, I did a live pitch to the, to the whole company 
And I said, like, so we just raised this money. Let me give you the pitch that I gave to the investors. So everybody can be on the same page of like what we just promised. <laughs> so, and, and also like where we've come and the story. And, and, and I thought that that was like a sort of really great alignment uh, activity. That is so good. How many CEOs don't do that? Oh my gosh. I love that. So you're telling a story and you're like, man, I hope the team is like, you think that they understand it. You think we're all moving in that direction, but I, I love that. Cause like you're, you're, you're packaging this thing, but then if everyone else isn't aligned on it, it's, it's going to be a huge problem. This, this has been incredible. Right, thank you so much for all these points. I know this is going to help a lot of founders who are listening, just like with tactics on how to how to move forward. I think one of the biggest takeaways that I've gotten is just like, is this a 100x opportunity? Like making sure that you can at least answer that question and have a vision that moves in that. Like it, otherwise, at least at around a series A, otherwise it's just a waste of time um, for the VC and, and they're not going to, they're not going to respond at the same rate. So this has been amazing. What's the best way to reach out to you if we're, you know, a founder maybe looking for some advice or something? Is it Twitter or LinkedIn? Um, you know, e- e- either works. Uh, I'm just at Aiden at A Y D I N on Twitter, uh, and LinkedIn is uh, just my name. Awesome, Aiden. Thank you so much for your time, and um, this is amazing. Yeah, thanks for having me on.